Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. We are having a conversation with Dr. Prince Pambo, someone who is a medical expert. He's worked with CAF. He's worked with the Ghana Football Association as the team doctor of the Black Stars. Currently, he's served in various capacities when it comes to football within different federations, both at CAF and at FIFA. And uh, many of us have heard of his work, but how did he get to the point that we all know him to be someone who provides medical care for the sportsmen and women that we see out there because it is only their health that gives them an opportunity to be able to be on the pitch and give us the passion that they have and bring the smiles that we get on our faces. Dr. Pris Pambo, my guest on Pine Take. Doc. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? Very well. It's been you? a while. Yes. Merry Christmas in advance. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, thank you for your time. Um, we are grateful that you give an opportunity to have this conversation with you. Yeah. We've heard of Dr. Prince Pambo, what you do for sportsmen and women, but we, many of us barely have an idea about the kind of person Dr. Prince Pambo is, uh, how he started and how he got here. All right. Um, thank you very much for the opportunity to... Um, dig into my life, if I should put it. So, like you rightly said, what everybody knows is the products we put out there, but what created a product. So, um, Dr. Prince Pambo did not start at, as Dr. Prince Pambo. Probably started as Kofi, uh, which is the name I'll be called at home. Okay. Um, I am the last of um, eight children. Okay. So, um, my mom and dad had nine of us. And I happen to be the last. So if I am an Akan, then they will say Nkoma. 
but I come from the northern part of the country, 100% northerner, from the Bolly Bamboy constituency. Oh, okay. So that puts me in the new Savannah region. Oh, okay. Now, born in Sunyani, uh, so I grew up a bit in Sunyani and continued education, um, the typical Saito education uh, in, in my village up north. And um, so I lost two siblings. Jama. Jama, okay. J A M A, yeah. not German. So uh, it's around the Bui Dam enclave, oh, okay. you know. Okay. So we are caught in between Gonja land, the Banda, that okay. side of okay. town. Okay. A very kind of hybrid um, ethnic group called Mo. Yes, so I have six sisters. I, I, I lost one brother and um, a sister. So that's uh, who I am. Started my basic education from the village, like I said, and then moved on to Tamale, where I had my secondary education. I didn't attend secondary school, actually. I attended a minor seminary. Okay. Uh, all boys uh, were being trained to become Roman fathers, so I attended St. Charles Minor Seminary. Okay, so okay. there are quite a number of people around, I'm sure, who would identify with St. Charles. Yeah. A very small school. But very, uh, very famous, actually. Yes. Um, I think my class, um, almost all the science students in my class, apart from those who went and became Roman fathers, the rest are doctors oh, and engineers. Oh, so, okay. yes, I'm in quite a good school. So I moved from the Minor Seminary Unfortunately, I didn't make it to the uh, major <laughs> seminary to become a Roman father because my dad had only one son, which is me. Oh, okay. So, and he was a king. So, if if I became a Roman father, that the meant, lineage is gone. <laughs> and um, I'm not sure I regret not being a Roman father. I am happy where I am. So, I moved from there to KNUST. Our time, the K and then N were not there. It yeah. was UST, yeah. uh, where I did my degree in the human biology and then progressed to do the MBCHB, which okay. is um, the medical school. So I attended, um, had my basic medical training um, with KNUST. Completed, did um, MOship there. Life was leading me towards uh, trauma emergency, you know, that was how I was looking at it. I mean, sports medicine wasn't part of the consideration. So, um, but of course, even pre-university, family wanted me to do pharmacy, I wanted to do medicine, family wanted me to attend Legon, I wanted to attend KNUST. So it was a whole uh, mix-up, you know, but then I pulled through medical school then, Along the line, an interest in sports medicine just popped up, just like that, and I got an opportunity uh, to get a national scholarship to go train, because we don't train sports physicians in Ghana my time, so I then had my sports medicine training with the University of Nottingham, UK, okay. and then, um, so really that set me uh, on this journey, because okay. there I met um, great people who were medical officers for FIFA, and then I, oh, okay. I came back to this country somewhere 2011, and then I came with a FIFA project called the FIFA 11 for Health. So we use football to train children in schools and also to pass on health messages. 
because we we FIFA identified the, the the power of football, and then they realized that if you attached a message to a football technique, yeah. Kate never forgot it. So we used that tool, and we ran a very good project here in quite a number of schools. So basically, yes, this has been my journey so far. Married some um, 20, almost 20 years ago oh, wow. to one wife. <laughs> and, uh, you have to emphasize that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm a northerner, yeah. and uh, people believe we are capable or we are allowed to have more than it's one. It's also been a prince. Being a prince, yes. But then learning from my own dad, who is late now, though he was a king, he had one wife. Oh, okay. So I don't even have step-siblings. So all nine with one woman. So I couldn't uh, do it differently. So maybe an assurance to my wife that uh, it will forever be one wife. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and no, She's got no, message. no side issues. And uh, blessed with three lovely daughters oh, okay. at the moment. So yes, this has been my life journey. And uh, as a prince growing up... Um, what kind of treatment did you get? Uh, so, so I think my prince was a proper, proper prince, to be honest. Um, I grew up in a village, but really not hardship. You know, normally when people describe, oh, so I had uh, yeah, attended Saito, yeah. attended a, a, a school, a village in the north, then the only thing that comes to it's mind is that, okay, so I walked barefooted yeah. at some point, I had a torn... Uh, pants and all that. I think when people want to raise funds, they throw in these cards, you know. But I, I, I yeah, yeah. I mean, my my village upbringing, I'm, I'm sure, uh, was better than Accra upbringing. Yeah. I mean, the son of the king, so with sisters all over the place. So really, um, I, I didn't get to 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 suffer, yeah. and then it was it was quite. I mean, I grew up in a palace, so. Um, I didn't have to lift a thing. And unfortunately, that's, that's making me struggle because I can't cook. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but my sisters will do everything. Everything for, for you. you. Including washing your, your things. Your stuff. So I think the positive aspect of that is it, it, it put me at that level that I needed to work hard yeah. to make sure that I can afford that comfortable life that I know. Yeah. You know, so, okay, now your sisters are not there to wash your things. What do you do? You don't marry somebody's daughter and ask her to wash your things. Yeah. They should be able to buy a washing machine early in life. Yeah. You, should, you know, those basic yeah. things. So, yeah, that, that has been it, really. Yeah. Okay. That, I, that, I, yeah, that upbringing was, was a good one. Yeah. I, I got it, but is that how the name Prince came about or you had a different name? Or? No, no. So, um, like I said, last born, when my dad gave birth to me, he was a king, so... You were just and named Prince? Yes, this is a prince. Okay. Yeah, so it's a title, it's a name. It's a title, and it's it is a, a name, a name yeah. as well. You spoke about sports medicine, and that's the area that many of us know you. Yes. And uh, you also spoke about how you came back in 2011, and you spoke about the project that you mm. came back to. Yeah. Yeah. How would you describe that project? It, it, it was um, very successful. I mean, it was one of the flagship programs under Seb Blatter. And uh, Professor Yeji Vorak, who was leading um, football medicine as at the time with fever. And of course, when Blatter had to go, and then um, quite a number of his top officials 
had to also bow out just because of loyalty, you know. But we ran that program here uh, from 2012, I think, all the way to, to 2016. And we've been to every region in this country. We trained a lot of teachers, and then we used those teachers to train um, these school children. And um, up to date, I mean, if you met some of those teachers and the children who went through it, they still remember the messages. We're teaching them things like respect um, the girl child, respect your classmate, wash your hands before eating, and then we threw in things around protection and all that. And we link them to uh, football skills like heading, dribbling, defense. I remember the heading and all that. Exactly, yeah. you know. So it, it, it was quite okay. And of course, to... To, it was a, a, a kind of a corporate social responsibility thing, fully sponsored by FIFA, using the FA. So we used uh, PE teachers who were also kind of football inclined, okay. and we used some of the GFA development coaches. So we actually worked hand in hand with the technical uh, department, department of the, of the FA. Okay. Yes, you which know, was headed by Oti Akenten. Yeah. Yes, okay. so that was quite. Um, a good one. And of course, I mean, one of the educational bits I left, I was uh, somewhere 2015, 16. Then I developed an interest in the area of sports cardiology, yeah. um, issues to do with sudden cardiac yeah. death. I mean, how come black African players were dropping dead more than our Caucasian brothers and all that? So I did a proposal. Again, I got full scholarship from Ghana Education Trust Fund and FIFA and GFA to do a PhD in, in sports cardiology. Okay. So this was a collaboration between myself and my colleagues in Germany, uh, Zabrocken. So my supervisors were the national team doctors for the German national team. Okay. Um, Professor Tim Meyer and uh, Jürgen Schahag. Tim Meyer was the senior doctor for the senior side, uh, the German male national team. Okay. Shahag was for the under-21. As at the time, I was the team doctor for Ghana under-20. Exactly. So we, we, we did that collaboration where we, we did ECGs and echoes of the hearts of um, our football players here. And then we compared it to the hearts of um, the Caucasian players uh, in the West, and we, we saw great differences. So it's, it's one of my, my huge interests at the moment, uh, which has put me in one of the new FIFA uh, consensus groups at the moment involved in uh, developing a consensus uh, paper to guide the, the, the screening of adolescent football players okay. when it comes to their uh, pre-season training or uh, pre-season screening or pre-competition screening um, exactly what we should pick and the kind of questions we should ask. Currently we are involved in, in that project and I happen to be uh, one of two doctors from Africa. I think we are globally anything around 10, 12 doctors wow. working on this project and it's of interest. You mentioned the under 20, the under 20 bit uh, yeah. when, you had, when you went to do the PhD in the in Germany. Yeah, sports right? cardiology. Yeah. Yeah. Sports cardiology. Mm. You're already working with the uh, Ghana Football Association yeah. as a team doctor for yeah. 20 yeah. At what point did you start working with the senior, uh, with the with the, with the national teams of the FA? So I, I, I think I started working with national teams from 2012. Oh wow! Yes, yes. When when so I came in 2011, 
and was involved in these uh, FIFA projects and it was um, um, GFA collaboration and all that. So that, uh, I think, sold me uh, to the FA. And um, in, in 2012, you know, GFA would do their normal research. Yeah. So I was a new uh, entry and then uh, the then president and his executive committee told I was quite young, I mean, really. Uh, but it gave the opportunity to start with under 20, and um, I think it was a very vibrant team. As I mean, the under 20 had gone to conquer the world yeah, in 2009, yes. and then uh, Bobo was still the, t uh, the, 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 the coach yeah. in 2012. And our first assignment was, was nice. Africa, we, we, we won the silver. Yeah. We played finals with Egypt and went to the world, and we won bronze in, in, in 2013 in, in Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. Uh, 2015, we were in New Zealand. I think we didn't impress so much, but it was, it was a good time. No, the tournament, uh, Mali. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think we were very complacent uh, as a team. Maybe. I mean, I'm not a technical person, yeah. but they were just too good for us. So, uh, but oftentimes, now I'll come back to the the medical aspect. But oftentimes, when you're on the bench and Ghana is losing, how do you feel? Uh, I I I don't know how to describe the the feeling, but for we the medics, it's. When the game is ongoing, you can't feel anything than to look out for injuries. Okay. So, so your mind is, okay, why is this player not working the way we want him to work? Why is he not able to run well? So you are thinking into the next game. You are thinking into what you will do after the game. So, so you look it, for performance. Exactly. You, that, that's what you do. So really, I mean, I've been on a bench and... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Players score goals, and I don't get to know who scored the goal. Because at the time, maybe the goal is happening. I'm actually looking at another player. All right. Or a player goes and one, two. Okay, you go there. So you go in, see, and come out. But you're still thinking. Because mostly, I mean, 90% of players will tell you, we can play. But you come by and say, can you really go? You know, and the coaches will be looking at you. 
it, it's it's funny because when they are playing and the coaches feel this guy should have this kind of speed, it's not going, then the coaches will turn and look at you a bit. You know, so they say, okay, does a guy have an injury that I didn't pick? You know what I mean? What's happened? Did he did he eat too much? You know, so those dynamics are there. So the typical fans are worried with the goals. Okay, we are losing. We get to mourn the losses after the match. You know, so there are, I've heard comments. Sometimes you just enter the dressing room and say, ah, so we've lost the game? You know what I mean? That's when it dawns <laughs> on you. Yeah, and then and also get to know that, okay, you have a lot of work to do uh, in the medical room, yeah. post-games. I mean, sometimes you work till 4 a.m. just to make sure that people, people are fair, especially if it's a tournament situation. All right, because at the end of the game, some players are injured. Now you are thinking of the scans you have to do, uh, which players are going to be ruled out. Um, are you able to fix players within 48, 72 hours for the coach to use them? You know, so those are normally your preoccupation. The outcomes, of course, yes, you, 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 you are interested because, of course, um, there is my, my material benefit to that as well. Yes, so, yeah, I, we feel the same thing any normal Ghanaian will but, feel. But, but, but how challenging is it? You just mentioned something. The player is not putting up a certain speed and the coach will turn and look at you. Mm. <laughs> you are taking responsibility for the performance of the, yeah, the that, player on the pitch. That, that's what you signed for. You know, I mean, so the, 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 the coach knows. And most good coaches would discuss maybe their lineups with you not that I mean before but then once they bring the players up or you would have to they would let them know i mean a day or two before they would let they would ask okay is everybody fit so for instance what we do currently every morning you would have a medical meeting uh with the coaches so the coaching staff and the medical staff every morning sometimes 7 a.m you normally will have a medical meeting where you have to brief them on all the medical happenings so if you trained this evening Tonight, we will work all night through in the medical room. And tomorrow morning, we have to tell the coach that, okay, so after training yesterday, we saw these players, everybody's fine. And today, 4 or 5 p.m., they are all available to train. All three players cannot train. So we will do a bit of work on the sidelines. You know, so you have those discussions. So if it's a, a Monday minus one, minus two, then the coaches will want to know, is every player available for me to pick my 11 and myself from? Then say yes. All right, so you have signed that everybody's okay. And the coach knows that, okay, these guys here on the wings are supposed to be speedsters. Why are they not running well? Okay, did they have an injury that you are not aware? You, you understand what I mean? So once they finish, you go direct and ask. Is it possible that a player can have an injury? We, we know players. Players, yeah. player yeah. will be injured and tell the doctor, I can play, I can yeah. play. Yeah. But is it possible for a player to have an injury and hide it away from... So, so at, 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 the, at the very top level, they don't do that. You know, they, they, they know what, what's at stake, you know. I mean, you know your performance as a player. And you know if you hide an injury, the performance will expose you. Like we hear, I mean, if the economy, yeah, whatever, yeah, the fundament. Yeah. yeah, if we know this is what you can do. So if you hide the injury, we'll see it. So at the top level, they don't, they don't do that. They will let you know, this is what I have, but then I can do this. You know, so you would have to have that frank discussion with, with the player and the coach. And say, okay, so this player is 70% fit. So it's up to the coach to decide. 
that player A, 70% of player A is better than 100% of player B. So this is what I choose to do. Okay, or the, 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 the role I'm going to get him to play. Ideally, if it was 100%, this is what I'll get him to do. But now he's 70, this is what I'll do. The work of the medics will be better. Yeah. Let's open up the conversation. Yeah. But what do you say to people who have this belief that our national teams need team psychologists? 100%. 100%. And um, we've, we've had that. And that was 2014. Yes, uh, Prof. Menta has, yes. has been, and Prof. Menta is actually a member of the technical department of the FA. And what people don't have to also forget is the training of most of the coaches also would have some psychological aspect to this. And some of the team doctors also would have access to clinical psychological support. Okay, so we would have colleagues that we discuss our psychological difficulties with. Oh, so you can ring a friend. So, okay, so I have this player going through X, Y, Z. This is it. So, yes, there is the need to have clinical psychologists as part of the technical team. I think what people don't get right is that this kind of support, is it supposed to be in person, sitting on the bench? Then that one, it comes to the area of budget, which would not be a decision for the ordinary. Yeah. So is it, do we have remote access to it? And I have had the opportunity to speak with people with the Ghana Psychological Council and say, you know what, put together a proposal right to the sporting federations, right to the Ministry of Youth and Sports, and make a case. And I think all other things will be factored in. You know, I remember teams used not to have a doctor, physio, and master. I mean, those ahead of us, Dr. Engman and Co. will tell yeah, you. Yeah. It was just a doctor. Yeah. The first time Dr. Engman, and I remember he told me this story, the first time he pushed that no, just a doctor wouldn't work. We need to have a physio that I can work with. You know what they did? They brought a physio and then they took him out. That's a particular <laughs> match they were going. Because he had pushed the authorities. That no, I can't work alone. I need a physio. They brought in a physio and when the squad came, those traveling, it was just one match, those traveling came. His name wasn't there. So, oh, doctor, you said you can't do it. So we brought somebody. He said, that's fine. So they went for that particular game with only the physio and came back. You know, and of course, he rejoined the team. You know, that's how come then uh, 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 we started having. <laughs> so so, so it, it starts from somewhere, you know, and, and that's it. So, yes, it's an important role we need uh, in every team setting. Doc, let's wrap up with basic first aid for minimum of our sportsmen when you get when they get minor injuries and mm. your area that you, you spoke about passionately which is a cardiac arrest what mm. are some of the basic first aids that we would need during games when such situations come up so 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 when it comes to sudden cardiac arrest you are not even thinking first aid we're thinking uh, basic life support advanced life support so when it comes to sudden cardiac arrest we actually talk about prevention 
what can you do to prevent it? Oh, okay. All right, what can you do? So first I say to people, listen to your body as a player. When you realize that, look, I'm able to train 50 minutes, 60 minutes without getting tired. But I've just realized that these days when I train for 25 minutes, I get tired easily. Speak to a doctor. You need to, just this morning, I've seen a, 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 a young chap. Okay, I'm sure a sports person. And I did ECG for the person's heart and I realized there's a problem. Because the person gets tired easily. So we have to go further and do echo and then investigate to see what the problem is. So when you easily get tired, begin to, to ask yourself questions, speak to your doctors. If you feel dizzy easily, begin to ask questions. If you begin to feel funny in a chest, some chest pain, begin to speak to doctors. When you are playing a particular game, you started so well, but you realize that probably at some point in this game, I start feeling very light, very faint. Just sit down, lift your hand, let them zap you. Don't push yourself through. These are all red flags. So the area of sudden cardiac arrest, because if you wait and collapse in this country and you are not lucky, 90% chances you die mm -hmm. because you are not likely to have the right people seated. I mean, you just mentioned the issue at Accra Sports Stadium. Yeah. Fortunately, I was there. Yeah. Fortunately, there was an ambulance. Fortunately, there was an AED. I remember when Fortun you asked everyone to go exactly. back. Exactly. Fortunately, I knew how to use that AED. I remember we took that person. I gave the person the first shock in the ambulance on our way to Raid Hospital. We got to Raid Hospital. I had to leave the AED we had there for them to continue because it was difficult to locate an AED within the radio hospital, as at the time, not today. Now it's quite common. Okay, so those are the things. With the other injuries and all that, I mean, we know the basic things. Once you have an injury whilst playing, first thing, ice. If you can't continue, don't continue. First thing, do ice and come out of the game. Your mothers can do what they have to do, but quick enough, do basic things. Try to always investigate every injury at least do an x-ray if an x-ray is not showing anything it doesn't mean there's no injury maybe it's soft tissue and soft tissue you can only see it with either mri or ct and it takes money <laughs> is that something that's quite scary that uh, in this country if you have a cardiac arrest you might die <laughs> every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.